I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So the Tampa Bay Lightning lose game one of the NHL Stanley Cup final four to three at Ball Arena to Colorado in overtime. And it ended uh, at least... You know, Steve, you talked about this. If you're going to lose in overtime, lose quickly. I mean, Colorado's <laughs> Andre Burakovsky, uh, blast one pass, Vasilevsky, they're unable to clear the zone again. And this is kind of a theme throughout the night. Um, so how do you feel? I mean, are you, on the one hand, you say, well, you know, they came out and they they didn't play well in the beginning. They fell behind 2 nothing and 3-1, but they battled back to force overtime, including killing off a penalty at the end of regulation and part of the overtime and so they, they, they had the game on their stick. I mean, they could have stolen one here. They didn't. They're still down one game to nothing. But, you know, I, I guess a loss is a loss, right? The, the Colorado's now one-fourth of the way to a Stanley Cup. By the same token, I didn't feel like the Lightning played as badly as they have in the past. And they've been in this position before. So there's some good to take out of this, but, but certainly not the result. I thought the first 10 minutes were pretty bad by the Lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the third period was pretty rough. Beyond that, I, I didn't think the Lightning played that poorly. Right. I, I think John Cooper even said they dipped their toe in the water. Yeah. They were tentative start, at first. Yeah, to start and, and ended up down 2-0. They get the goal to make it 2-1 by Nick Paul, huge goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sergachev gets a tripping penalty. Thought it was questionable, but okay. I mean, I thought he fell down more because Sorelli checked him at the same time. But okay, they get the penalty. Then they get Sorelli for a trip on a guy that was falling down, and he hit his knee with a stick after he was falling down. And to give him a five-on-three for, what, a minute and a half? Yeah, that was tough. And the Colorado is scoring there. It's three to one. I, I didn't like that. I, I, I didn't think it, I didn't think he tripped him. I thought he was falling, and mm-hmm. I, I think the officials blew that one. And to give a five on three on that's pretty rough. You don't yeah. see that in the playoffs, right? I mean, Especially if they, when if anything, they point, swallow their whistles more. Yeah, they and they they probably let a lot go in that game on both sides, but they called that for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then I thought the Lightning kind of found themselves in the second period. They get those two goals, what forty some seconds apart, forty eight seconds yeah. apart, I believe. Um, Sergeich, uh, first of all, Kucherov. What a move. Oh, my God. Another great play. Two on two. Against and their best defensive pair, Taze and Makar. Yeah. I mean, just kind of a give and go, if you will. And, and he puts it, you know, right on Palat's stick. Who, by the way, this guy's kind of, I mean, Kucherov has been their best player, I think, you know, as far as on the ice goes. But, I mean, Palat is, is certainly making a bid for being the most viable at, at, at times. Uh, no question about it. I mean, well, what, he's the franchise leader in game-winning goals in the playoffs. Right. Uh, he's huge. He he's never gets talked about because he's usually on the line with Stamkos and Cooch or Point mm-hmm. and Cooch or Point and Stamkos. But he does all the work, and he, he he's a big-time player, and he comes through in big moments. 
Yeah. Uh, but Kucherov, by the way, only the third player in history in the NHL to have 90 points over three postseasons. Yeah, the other two are Wayne Gretzky and, gosh, I'm trying to forget who the second one. I saw the, the graphic. Uh, was it wasn't Lemieux? Lemieux. There's a different graphic for him. It might have been. It might. Maybe it was. Gretzky's done it like five times, but yeah, he did a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But but I mean, still, you're in a company. You're one of three in NHL history. It's just yeah. remarkable and how well he's played. What I think he's six points now shy of thirty points for the third straight postseason. Yeah. Which is just crazy. Yeah, um, that was a great play. Mm-hmm. Sergachev shot another wrister. That gets through mm-hmm. and scores. Yep. Fantastic. It's a tie game. And then you think, okay, the Lightning can, you know, is there pressure? Now, Colorado pressed in the third, and it was not a good period for the Lightning. But Mm-mm. they didn't give up a goal. Vazzy yeah. had to make some great saves, no question about it. Yeah. But they held it And even with Pat Maroon taking a bad penalty with right. a minute and a half to go. And he said Play so game, in chips the post over game, the too. He said the yeah. boneheaded play. I was yeah. expecting I was ex- expecting the overtime that Maroon would come out of the box and 21 seconds later put one in the net to win it. Hmm. And he almost did. <laughs> I, what, I actually yeah, told Greg Linelli, I told Greg Linelli that during the intermission of overtime. I'm like, I want him to come out of the box and 21 seconds later score mm-hmm. like Stamkos did the other night. Right. And and darn if Matt Maroon almost did. <laughs> he had, he, he had, had a shot. Mm-hmm. And, and look, the, the overtime goal that got scored against, it was a bad bounce. But, I mean, that's what can happen in overtime. And Was it a bad bounce or a turnover by Sergachev? It was a turnover, but the, the the puck was bouncing all over the place. Hedman tried to get out of the zone. It got knocked back in, and Sergachev tried. You know, I mean, the puck had never settled down. I mean, it's a bad turnover, but yeah. the puck was bouncing all over the place at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, was, it wasn't like he was on his stick cleanly and he turned it over. Yeah. You know, and it's and and you know, then it it goes in Burakovsky. We've seen that act before, by the way. If you remember Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals in 2018, he scored two goals for the Capitals against the Lightning. Don't remind us. Yes. But, well, they, but they, they the Lightning didn't play great. I, I you know, but they ha- had a shot to win this game, and I thought Colorado played pretty well. They, yeah, they may and have and especially better, early but on. They played especially well. early on. They yeah. did. They they came out and and they had the, that that crowd was a factor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Cooper said, he thought they sat back a little bit. He thought they were kind of in awe the first couple ten minutes or so, and then they found their game a little bit. We've seen the Lightning when they get to field teams on the ice, they kind of figure it out. You know, they kind of they kind of find their game, uh, and they're going to have to do so. But this. It's clear this this looks like to me, and it's only game one, but it looks like to me that it is the best team they've played in these playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, all around. I mean, um, I don't think they tested Kemper, and I think he's the weakest no. goalie they faced in this playoffs. That's correct, and so they got to get more shots. They need to put more more pressure on and have more zone time and all those things that they do when they win. Um, but from a you know, I mean, I think at this point we've been. We've seen this Lightning team do this now for two years, and even this year in the playoffs, um, they came from behind you know, to win Game Six in overtime against Toronto, then Game Seven on the road. Um, they dropped the first two against the Rangers and were down two zero, as we mentioned in Game Three. They came back to win that. So, if you follow the Lightning as you know we have for these past couple of years, you know you you take 
you take the good with the bad. Obviously, you don't, you know, they don't want to lose any games, but I don't think anybody thought this would be a series sweep, you know, for the Lightning. Um, they're going to drop a game somewhere, and most likely mm-hmm. one in Colorado. Okay. And we always say this you go on the road. I, I personally, if I were a team, would rather start a playoff on a road. I just mm-hmm. feel like there's a tremendous amount of pressure to win two games at home when you start at home, and you almost have to win two. Um, if the Lightning are able to come out and get one of these two, they're, you know, they take home ice away from them, and, and they're more than happy with the result. Um, so you have to give them the benefit of the doubt um, with the five-on-three, with some of the things that happened in this game that, okay, you know, again, stay out of the box. Certainly don't give them a five-on-three. Um, they had a lot of shots on goal. I mean, the Avalanche had 38 shots on goal. Um, 23, you know, for, for Tampa Bay. So more shots, right? More more pressure on Colorado's goaltender than they had. They're going to need that. But let's see. You know, and the other thing is they get a couple days now. This is kind of unusual. Like I did, I thought, I, I didn't look at the schedule, but I thought they would play again by like Friday. They don't play again until Saturday. Yeah, so um, I, I think, you know, the window for the Stanley Cup had, had it gone to seven games, which game seven would have been Tuesday night this week. The Stanley Cup is going to start Saturday and play every other day. So that makes sense. When they decide to start early because the Lightning and Rangers finished up last Saturday, Thursday night was not available on ABC because the NBA Finals is on. Oh, okay. So that's why they had to go to Wednesday night. That's why there's an extra off day between game one and two. Hmm. It's it's ABC was already committed to uh, what's game six of the NBA Finals tonight. And that's why the game's yeah. not played tonight. It was played Wednesday night. So you have that extra day there. That makes sense. And it's, it's because of television, which is what usually dictates schedules. Sure. Sure. And I don't know, you know, maybe that'll, maybe that'll help them regroup, get used to the time. I don't know. You know, they usually don't want a bunch of days on the road like that, but it's pretty rare to not be playing. Well, but I wonder how much the altitude change affected them. And, we don't know. Chief and I were talking about this. He doesn't think it was much, but I thought they looked gassed and, and more mentally than physically. Like, at what point, though? Like, at the well, end or in the beginning? Particularly at the end, but uh, particularly at the end. But it, it was a lot of their decisions were just slower. Mm-hmm. Like when they're when they're not right, when they're gassed, when they're uh, gas may not be the right word for it, but when they're not on their game. Everything seems to be takes a, a, a tick slower. Man, the passes were off. They're yeah. not tape to tape. Yeah. All that where, stuff where I'm passing it, how I'm passing it, how I'm mm. moving, get it breaking out. It, everything's just a little slow, and they look slow tonight. Yeah, they did. It wasn't awful slow, but just slower than they normally are. And and maybe some of it's Colorado. I mean, that's a really good team you're facing. They're really fast, and 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 you know, rust versus rest. They're the rested team. They had fresh, fresher legs for sure. Well, they, I mean, they've had two sweeps in this postseason. They've played. Right. They've only played what eight plus six, so fourteen games in this postseason. Right. Um, so, but the biggest thing, if if I'm the Lightning, I'm taking away is that if you stick to your structure, you're going to be fine, and mm-hmm. you've got to put more pucks on Darcy Kemper because to me, he didn't look that comfortable in that. No. If you watch him, he's all over the place. The goals he allowed. He didn't mm-hmm. look very solid at all. But there were some other plays where you're just going, where, why are you way out your net over here on the side? And yeah, there was some opportunities. Didn't look as comfortable. If you put more pucks on that net, I think the mm-hmm. lighting will be fine. 
And and just like we said in the Toronto series, just like we said in the New York series, you're starting on the road. You only need to take one of two. It doesn't matter what's the first or the second one. You take one of two on the road. You've you've now taken over home home ice advantage, and you're coming mm-hmm. home to play two. Right. And they've been down 2-0 and trailed 2-0. You don't want to mm-hmm. dig yourself that hole again against this team because I no. think they're better than the other two that they played already, Toronto or New York. But um, they know how to bounce back. How did you think Braden Point looked? Because he seemed to skate pretty well. Um, I think, you know, he when you consider how long it's been since he's played and he's obviously battling back from some kind of fairly serious mm-hmm. injury, he's going to get better as he plays more and more. I mean, this is just his first game back, so... And I think the more that points on the ice, that you're going to start getting more production from him. I think John Cooper said it pretty well in the post game, and I'll paraphrase it, but it was, mm-hmm. I thought he did fine. Mm-hmm. He hasn't played in a month, and yeah, you know, probably it, showed. Yeah, you know, he wasn't Braden Point that from before the injury, but right, but it's he's out there. It's good. He, you know, is he better than Riley Nash, who came out for him? Yes. Yes. Even the way he is. And I, I, you think he'll get better. And you, now he's got two days to rest between the next game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't say he was the Braden Point we've known and seen and that. But is he going to get better each game? Yes. Absolutely. It's been over a month or at least a month since he played. Right. What, game seven of the Toronto series? Yeah. So he's missed the Florida series and the Rangers series. So. And and part of his role, obviously, is to play in the middle there on the power play. Mm-hmm. Their power play still hasn't really gotten going. I don't I don't know what they are overall in the last few games, but they were zero for seemed, three. They were zero for three tonight. I thought the first power play was really good. Really good, yeah. They, they got about four shots on that one, yeah. The second one was atrocious, mm-hmm. and the third one was okay. Yeah. It was yeah. okay. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't anywhere near as bad as the second one. But right, it wasn't right. anywhere near as good as the first one. Right. And, yeah, having Braden Point there, you know, I mean, Corey Perry, I think, does well in that spot. But Braden Point's just a bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, again, he hasn't played. Mm-hmm, so, yeah. that you know, they're maybe a little bit off there. And one other thing about Point, too, is, you know, when he's healthy, he's playing with Cooch. He's playing with Palat. He's playing with Stamkos. He was on a right. very different line tonight. With True. guys he doesn't play a lot with, too. So I think that's that's all part of it as well. I mean, it, it, it's not an excuse. I mean, it's just it's part of coming back from injury and, and you know, where they slotted him in to help him, I don't want to say ease into the game, but, you know, get back. And they don't want to disrupt that top line, which I thought was very good tonight. I thought It was, although I think they it, it felt like they took Stamkos away. But you know what? What I noticed, and I liked it a lot, is Cooch was shooting. Yeah, he was. And so, he was. you know, if they're going to take Stamkos away, Cooch needs to not force those passes and start shooting. And he was. Sure. Now, they blocked sure. a lot of them. Sure. They didn't all make it to the net. But he's making the right decision. If they've taken Stamkos away, then shoot. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was, it was noticeable how much more he was shooting than, than normal. Mm-hmm. Than typically. And, and it's probably because they were taking Stamkos away. So, take what they give you. And that's what Kucherov was doing. And thought it was great i i you know i'm not in the arena and i've been in a lot of arenas and you were at the you know the last clinching uh, playoff series against the rangers at amelie it seemed to me just i'm watching on tv that colorado that's quite an environment now 
Well, Those ha- people were in it from the start to the end. They were loud, and they didn't stop. ESPN had the graphic at one point. It's been 7,600 and some odd days since they've hosted a Stanley <laughs> Cup final game. So that crowd's had you know, 20, 21 years to get jacked up for it. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they seem to be into it. I'll say that. They were really into it. Uh, yeah, it's always hard to tell over television or radio yeah, exactly really how loud it is, but yeah. you could tell it was definitely loud. Now, how it compares to other buildings, or is, yeah. you can't tell because they can change the mics and the way they do things. Yeah, but, the decibels and all that. But, they, were all, they were standing and waving. I mean, I guess I guess the participation mm-hmm. was yeah. good. I can't really tell noise-wise like what it was like. You could tell it, it was a loud crowd. Now, you know, comparing it, I can't, but you could tell yeah. just uh, particularly listening to the radio call. And, and how the crowd is behind Mission Espo. You could tell it's a really jacked up crowd. Well, and what Cooper said after, I think it was after the first or at some point, he said, look, I, I felt like we just kind of didn't handle all of that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the first 10 minutes, it was kind of like we were a little bit a little bit overwhelmed or whatever he said um, to that extent that, you know, they, they obviously didn't get off to a good start. Mm-hmm. But they did find their game, and that's the key. The longer they're on, the Lightning are on the ice with a team, the more they start to find their game and figure out what they can and can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I expect them to make those adjustments. They got a couple of days to do it. Um, you know, they weren't going to win this series four zero. And again, you know, take one of two on, on the road at Colorado and, and you're right where you want to be in terms of home ice and all of that. So it's going to be, you know, I would shock me if either team were to win this, you know, in five games, right? I mean, it would just that would be a surprise. I think it's going to go mm-hmm. six or seven. I don't know who's going to win. They seem to be evenly matched. Um, they have a lot of the same qualities. I think Colorado's really fast and really dangerous offensively, but I think they can be had. I think their goaltender, like you said, you certainly put more pressure on him, have, have more shots, um, not waste the first 10 minutes of a game like they did falling behind, you know, uh, 2 nothing and 3-1, so... You know, it, it's and by the same token, Colorado could be up two zero and put a heck of a lot of pressure on them coming home and, and you know after Saturday night. So, I don't know. It's going to be a great series. Uh, I think these two these are clearly two of the best teams that I've seen, and and that's why they're still here. And it's the toughest team, as good as Toronto was, as good as New York was. Um, but but why would you ever count the Lightning out at this point? Why would you ever think that they're not capable? Of, uh, of bouncing back from a game one loss when they've done it time after time after time. And, yeah, it wasn't all bad. It's like they, they could have stole one. That's the best way to put it was if they'd have won this game, it it would have been probably more than a defeat for Colorado. It would have been like, whoa, you know, we, we had control of this. We let this get away, and they did because it was 3-3. Um, they weren't able to score in a power play at the end of the regulation. They didn't score the first – 30-something seconds to start overtime. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, it ended very quickly after that. But um, Colorado had its chances and, and weren't able to cash in for the longest time. So this could have been one that Colorado looked back on and said, wow, you know, I don't know how much better we can play and still get beat. You know, it was it was our fault. We had that lapse, what have you. But the Lightning pushed them, and they pushed them to the brink. And now we'll see. Now, you know, you don't have what they say. You don't have a series until somebody wins a, a game on the road. Um, Lightning get another chance on Saturday, you know. Hey, before we get to the Rays, uh, have you checked out what the heat index is going to be in Tampa Bay? I think we're walking on the sun already. 
And you know what that means? You don't want to suffer through this summer with a bad AC system, okay? Please call our friends at Air Rescue. Air Rescue offers superior service at unbelievable prices. Your air conditioning unit is going to perform 30% better and, uh, you know, last longer just with a, uh, you know, a maintenance check from Air Rescue, if nothing else. Uh, They have an award-winning team. Uh, They're available 24-7. In fact, they have emergency service. You can call them anytime. That's so important. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. They've been in business for 75 years. They do repairs. It's family-owned. Air Rescue also offers 100% financing. Sometimes these things can be expensive, but they have affordable payments, and they are very easy uh, with the application process. There's no administrative or bank fees uh, or any extra costs with their financing. So make sure you take care of your air conditioner. Folks, it's getting hot out there. Call Air Rescue at 813-612-5600 or go to Air Rescue Florida dot com for all your air conditioning needs it's air rescue hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, so the Tampa Bay Rays dropped their second game in a three-game set at New York against the Yankees. They lose this one 4-3, to three, trailed in the game early, 4-1, uh, to one, I believe. And another... Outfield error, Steve. What is going on with the Rays, who were built on pitching and defense? The pitching has been there for the most part, but Brett Phillips this time drops a fly ball in the outfield. Bad news. Why was Brett Phillips in the game? Well, Kevin Kiermaier now is injured, and this looks like it could be some time that he misses. I look. It's not the the, the Rays team that they anticipated when they broke spring training. That's playing out there. They're struggling to score runs, but now defensively, these last two games, the Yankees need no help. I'm telling you. Um, but the Rays keep giving them help, and that's why they've dropped the first two in the series. It is so puzzling how they can go from what did we say last night fifty six earned runs or unearned runs in one season, and now they're forty three, forty three, forty four, 44, whatever, like somewhere in that range. Yeah, and we're we've yeah. got a hundred games to go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's not the same team. If if the Rays defense does not improve. They're going to struggle. I'm not going to say to make the playoffs, but maybe to even come close to catching the Yankees. Yeah, now that that might be that ship may be getting to sail anyway because they got one more game now. Look, if they take Game Three and they only you know then they're back to ten games, and we know the Yankees have a long way to go. And, and one of the reasons why they're playing so well is they're so healthy. You know, they haven't lost Giancarlo Stanton. Aaron Judge hit another home run. He's having a career year. So, you know, at some point you keep waiting for these guys to lose somebody to the I.L. They've been very fortunate. The Rays have been the other way. Now, I guess uh, what uh, Rasmussen is, is now He's on, on the, the I.L. DL as now, well. Yeah. Yeah. Jalen Beek's going to start today in kind of a bullpen day. Yeah. So, I mean, you drop this one, um, you know, you fall 12 back and you're going to Baltimore, uh, who they owned last year but haven't so far this season in a brief series that they've had. Then they come home and they play the Yankees again. I mean, you know, you look up here in, in the next week and you find yourself 14, 15 out. 
I don't care how many games you got left. That's that's a deep, deep hole. You're not going to win the division. Um, then you're struggling to try to, you know, obviously stay as many games above 500 as you can and make the playoffs, which they would. But at this moment, but the way things are going, it's trending the opposite way. I mean, these guys are getting hurt, and the defense isn't there. And, and these are easy plays. Like, these are – I have not seen – in back-to-back games, fly balls drop like this in a major league game in some time. This is weird. You're playing What's in the bandbox of Yankee Stadium, yeah. and you've given up one earned run in the two games. Yeah, I mean, you should and be 2-0. lost both. You should be 2-0. Mm-hmm. No question. You know, you, you've pitched, and, and you know, you, the bats aren't going very well, but, I mean, everything you've given them, um, it's it's just not raised baseball. It's just not the way they're they're built, the way they're structured, and yeah, they're going to struggle because of all the guys of Wander Franco's and all the guys that are out. But holy moly, guys! I mean, you know, catch the baseball. It's just not that difficult. And you know, I I don't this to me even going into the season, this race team was going to be challenged offensively, and they are. And now it's even more so. I I don't know how they entered this series ten games above five hundred. Um, we talked to Neil Solons the other day about it. How you know when you look at the list of, of guys that are on the IL and you know, particularly their everyday lineup guys, um, you know, to be 10 games over 500 to enter this series was remarkable. It's just like shouldn't have happened. And yet uh, it can get away from you quickly if they continue not to at least catch the ball. Um, That's got to stop. And I don't, there's no explanation for it because we know these guys are good players, good outfielders. And it's the outfield this last couple of nights, which is weird because that's the part that's been intact, you know. Now Kiermaier's down, so that's a big piece out of that outfield. Phillips didn't swing in a bat very well at all, to say the least. So now you're, you know, not that Kevin was lighting it up, but he was still coming through with some big hits at times and some home runs. So, you Do know, we see Josh Lowe return now? Well, I think I think you got, I think you need something, and I don't know how you know how or when or what what the whole calculus is with Lowe, but you know, obviously they thought he was further ahead than he was, and they sent him back down to Durham. One of the reasons why they traded Austin Meadows was to create opportunity for this guy. You do need a bat, and and if he can help you, I think you got to bring him up here shortly because there's just no offense here at all. And if well, he's, a, down he's also a plus defender, absolutely, he's and really good. You're outfielder. having outfield problems right now, absolutely. And then you know somebody that can maybe catch a fly ball. I don't know. It's weird. It's not. They've always done more with less, and they've done it with their defense. And look, I, you can't fault the pitching. I mean, the pitching has been as good as it can be. You know, McClanahan. Uh, threw the ball well enough to win and you know his defense didn't back him up and they didn't score a ton of runs for him then they made a comeback they got it you know to within four or three and had a runner on first base in the ninth but couldn't get him home so um they were right there against a you know as good a lineup as they're in baseball i mean LeMayhew and Judge and Rizzo and Stanton and Donaldson and Torres and Hicks and you know I mean this 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 is a loaded Yankees team as we've always seen um, the difference is they're pitching so well, and those guys have not missed any games either. And the Rays pitching now is uh, once again, you know, lost a starter. So uh, it, it's it's been a frustrating year if you're a Rays fan because they've never really gotten any traction. You know, they've had some spurts. Um, somehow they managed to stay this many games above 500, but yeah, I just it's it's just been odd, you know. And the only guy swinging the bat really well is Manuel Margot. And and yet he came up early in that game with a chance to do some damage and couldn't do it. So, yeah, just a 
one more game in the Bronx, and and then it's on Baltimore. You, you you know you need to start beating up on the the lesser team in the AL East, and and then come home and and maybe maybe being back at the trop, you can uh, dent the Yankees a little bit. But man, they are they are running away with with this division, and it's like nobody's business. I mean, they are just you know taking advantage of every mistake, pitching well enough, um, and. Well, they got 16 losses on the season or something like that. I mean, it's crazy this this many games into it. So, not a good outcome for the Rays. Not a good outcome for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, oh, by the way, Tom Brady was on Dan Patrick. Didn't say anything. Um, well, he said he, he, he said he might be crazy, but yeah, he's crazy. He's crazy like a fox. But yeah, Patrick is one of those things. Like if you, a little inside baseball, like how this happened. He was there. He was doing a, a sort of a advertising blitz for Hertz. And so he had a number of these interviews and it was pre-taped, I guess, uh, the day before. So that would have been what, like Monday. And so they offer Brady and without fail, I promise you it came with restrictions. One was, and Patrick said that they had to mention Hertz twice, which they did. And, and at some level they must have said to him, look, we're not talking about Miami because that was the one question. And I know Dan Patrick and he's one of the best interviewers I listen to Dan Patrick to to pick up tips about how to interview people. He's that good. Uh, and he even talked about, you know, his strategy towards interviewing. And, and you know, started out, he was disarming enough talking about, you you know, you play baseball, and what kind of a baseball player would you have been? And, blah, blah, blah. and then asked him about, you know, give me the top three players, you teammates you've ever played with. And he gave 15 and filibustered on that. And eventually he got to, well, what was the moment you told Giselle? You know, take me to that moment you told Giselle that, you wanted to play, and, and that's when he said that he's, you know, probably ill um, about playing. He didn't give any detail really about that decision, but it never came up that, like, what in the hell, once and for all, was going on with Miami Dolphins? The words Miami or Dolphins did not come up, and to the point where when Nick Wright was on as a guest later on, he gave Patrick all kinds of hell for it. Um, but I, I have to believe that uh, Brady's people – probably said, look, we're not talking about, you know, some of the reports that are out there about Brady and, and Miami or whatnot. But it was entertaining. It just wasn't informative. There was just nothing new. There was no there there uh, except that, uh, you know, his endorsements for, uh, for Hertz, which is nice. Nice for Tom, I suppose. So not much more on the Bucks going on there. No Gronk. We're still on the Gronk watch. We'll see if he as we get closer to training camp, and maybe he does something, but it's a little bit of a break for them, for me, um, and for Bucks fans. It can now kind of just kind of dive into the Lightning series against Colorado, which will resume Saturday night. We'll see how uh, how they bounce back from that one, and um, yeah, but they're down one nothing now after their four to three overtime loss, second overtime game of this season for the Lightning, and um, you know they're they're in a little bit of a hole, but. Like I said, I don't think anybody expected them to, to sweep this series, so they got to take some good and, and try to build on that. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with your mailbag questions. You can still submit those if you want to. You can send them to us on Twitter at SportsDayTB. You can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud, or my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. For Steve Erstink, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 